Hello, and welcome to episode 43 of Flicks and a Six. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Costanzo, with me, forever and always, the man, the myth, the wasps to my Ant-Man, the Romanov to my Banner, the Loki to my Thor, the Stark to my... Stark. Alessandro Bielsi. Say hello, Al. Why am I all the sidekicks? <laughs> you were Stark to my Stark? Well, I mean, that, that I don't even know what that means, weirdly. honestly. I mean, is there anybody else that he's really in this for? I mean, I guess that's... I mean, Pepper? He, they get engaged. Is he, though? She kind of disappeared. <laughs> but then they get engaged. She's back, though. She's yeah, in this no, she, She's back. She's back. Uh, well, anyway, that's, that's Al's version of Hello. This week, we have a very special episode for you. It's our pre-Avengers hype show and second state of the MCU. There'll be some extra chatter about well, Quiet sorry. Place. It sh- hang on a second. It should be our second state of the union for superhero movies, but no, no. We're, that we're, done. Just we're done with that. The MCU now. <laughs> we're done with that. Uh, other chatter for this episode: we've got a Quiet Place, uh, some news on Venom, some Super Trooper stuff for you, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Maybe some maybe some nuggets peppered in. But other than that, Al, what are we drinking? We are drinking. Ballast Point Brewing Company's Sour Wench Blackberry Ale. Looks like for those of you who know beer, that you know that Ballast Point makes very good beer, and they have pretty solid bottle art. They do, almost always. This is this one in particular is quite yes. is quite good. Look at the little puppy. That's great. <laughs> I didn't notice him before when I was going over this. Well, I mean, immediately the eye is drawn to Skeleton the serving ones. wench who yeah. is dead. <laughs> um, no, the guy, the guy no, eating the turkey leg. There's not really like a better, more tactful way to put that. So, what about the guy eating the turkey leg? The Dave Grohl in the bottom right there. He does look kind of like Dave, Dave Grohl. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Let's That's, let's give the sucker a taste. All cheers. right. Cheers. Holy moly. Man, we just, uh, we can't get this thing wrong. That's good. Let's <laughs> keep getting good beer after good beer. This is like, um, I know it says Blackberry Ale, but it, it just reminds me of grape, like grape-flavored things. I didn't get grape, but it definitely is sweeter than I expected it to be mm-hmm. for Blackberry. It's like Welch's. <laughs> I mean, it kind of looks like it, it does look like it, yeah. It's, it's a pretty like, color. It is. It is um, a deep ruby red. I'm getting. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, it looks very purple to me. And I was, I was holding it up. I was like, "Why does it look so purple?" My, the computer that I built is off to the side of my desk here, and it it's has got a purple LED, purple glowing light, right as I lifted it up, and it was like <laughs> right behind it because I was holding it up to the light, <laughs> the wrong light apparently. Um, that, this is good. This is a. Uh... Al, you, you don't you don't steer me wrong often. Yeah, that's that's a that's a fair point. We're uh, we're running low though. Our, the reserve has been depleted. There's one more left. Yeah, but I'm gonna see you in like four days. It's like so. Christmas. <laughs> you open your trunk and there's just it's like a beer store. <laughs> it's great. That's right. You were shocked, right? By how many awesome. beers I had last time. <laughs> yeah, you were just like, I've got something for you. I was like, some see something. Was the was what really threw me off there? There was many somethings. There was there were multiple things. Uh, the only disappointing fact about this beer, it does not come in pints. No, this is uh, the first twelve ouncer in a while. We haven't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've been spoiled. God forbid. 
<laughs> How dare you? This is an outrage. <laughs> Send it back. <laughs> it's an affront. Um, yeah, so um, this is the Sour Wench. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. Like and it. I think I should know good beer pretty well by now, considering I drank about 40 to 45 of them on Saturday at the uh, Craft Beer Fest uh, nice. down in Manhattan. Anything uh, jump out at you that we're going to be having soon? We'll see. I have to Ooh. see if I can track down any of the good ones that were um, a little more unconventional. Okay. Out of all of the beers that you had, what percentage of them would you have again? I didn't have a single one that I disliked. Nice. That's solid. Yes. Did you say 40-something? Uh, the tasters. Little tasters. Yeah, I mean, it was like Ooh. the uh, was like two ounce, two ounce glasses. Gotta look out for this guy. What's that? Just gotta look out for this guy. <laughs> filling up a keg on the side there. I had a whole bunch of whiskey too, and then they had all like the the whiskeys they were making like these like funky like craft cocktails with too. That's cool. It where was, where uh, was this? It was at the Metropolitan Pavilion in Manhattan. It's oh, okay. I think one twenty five West Eighteenth Street. Was it just wildly overcrowded like everything else in the city? I mean, it's pretty crowded. Uh, I mean, like you have to buy tickets to go. Yeah. We had VIP tickets because we're special, and um, we you were have, in you, you, the VIP section. You have VIP tickets because you bought VIP tickets. Well, fact, but the <laughs> VIP section was much more spacious, uh, okay. or at least the space. There was more room for activities there. Let's say nice, nice. Uh, were there vendors specifically in the VIP section that other people couldn't get to? Yes, nice, including most of the whiskeys. Though mm. I did have right when I walked in the very front door. A couple of really good whiskeys. Um, Old Forester. I don't think I've ever Old had Forrester. them before. That doesn't I've sound familiar. I'd heard of them, but I don't think I've ever had them before. Um, good stuff. Yeah, no, it was good. I had two or three of theirs, and they were all good. They had nice. like five of them there. Nice. It, uh, what other ballast point have you had? Uh, well, their flagship beer is Sculpin IPA. Yeah, um, I've had that one. Very, 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 very good beer, and um, people know about that one. Yeah, <laughs> people know me. Exactly. <laughs> uh, they have a couple different variations of Sculpin. They have Habanero Sculpin, which I don't think I've ever actually had before. Maybe we'll do that if you're up for the spiciness. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm down for that. That sounds interesting. Um, I have had their Grapefruit and Pineapple Sculpins. Pineapple I've had. I liked that a lot. Two separate ones. Yeah. Um... I the funny thing is, I like IPAs that have grapefruit flavor from the hops, mm -hmm. but I don't always love grapefruit in my IPAs. Okay, I don't know why that is, but what is it, the grapefruit flavor from the hop? Like, what? How does that work? Um, I mean, it's it's like any of these things. Anytime you get one of these. You know, you'll see different descriptions of hops that have different aromas or flavors that are reminiscent of other things, even though they aren't. It's just whatever uh, the acid okay. is released for whatever reason. Um, grapefruit's a pretty common one. You can get other just kind of generic citrus, um, or you would, can get yeah, like the, I, that I, piney, resiny. Like, uh, yeah, I just wasn't sure if like it was something that they do specifically while growing them to get that th that flavor there, or if it was just like different. No, certain strains are known for that characteristic. Gotcha, gotcha. That's cool. That's cool. I am, I am digging this. Uh, each sip, it's growing on me. I had a bunch of. If I can track them down, I had a few 
really good sours at the craft beer thing, including ones like this that were like sours with heavy like fruit mm-hmm. components to them. And um, this is the perfect time of year, man. It was beautiful the last couple of days. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I would like so I have a um, I, I struggle with cherry flavored beers right now. Uh, like, I used to like the cherry wheat. Can't do that. I used to like Three Philosophers. Can't do that. Really? Uh, I got I got sick. Off. It was it's it's my own bad. It's <laughs> it's not. It wasn't my proudest moment. But there was just there were too many cherry beers consumed, and now that now they don't really do anything for me. However, I would like a sour cherry, a nice sour cherry beer. I feel like that. I would see if I can find good. one of those coming up because we did cranberry last week. We have blackberry this week. Oh, while we're sorry, while we're talking about it, um, I got a couple of things on this beer in particular mm-hmm. from the box it's seven uh, percent alcohol by volume there are 10 mm-hmm. ibus uh it comes with a food pairing list which is kind of cool that's fun um braised duck with sweet potato puree salad I, with oh, hang on let's let's pause there for a second because <laughs> I, i'd like some of that yeah, um, it sounds pretty- and i could as i'm drinking this i could totally t- like say like that would probably that would be great <laughs> I would really yeah, no, enjoy I'd that. Up, I'd sign up for that. Yeah, we should we should start doing. We'll do like a, a side episode every once in a while where we cook a meal that goes with one of these beers. Flicks and a six and a food and a food. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, sorry. So braised duck with sweet potato puree, salad with blackberry vinaigrette. That makes sense. Um, right. Or Humboldt fog goat cheese. What? Just just the cheese? Humboldt fog goat cheese. Is that it's just a very particular goat cheese? <laughs> is that yeah. what that is? Well, I mean, you know how they do like cheese pairings with wine, so sure. why not do it with beer too? Yeah, you know, go for it. Whatever. That's just very specific. Uh, it is very specific. <laughs> um, also, to your point, if you like our sour wench, be sure to try our. Sea Rose Tart Cherry Ale. There you go. See, that's what I'm talking about. I really like tart cherry juice, and I'm hoping so, that that'll get me back in the cherry beer game. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'll see if I can track one of those down soon. Nice. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, man. What if we pull this off? This is our pre-Avengers show. If we're able to pull that beer off for our post-Avengers show, this whole thing will come full circle, and the show will implode on itself. <laughs> I think that's how that works. It's like achieved like some sort of singularity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we become the same person. <laughs> just, it's all it's all weird. We just merge. <laughs> it's just two heads <laughs> doing the <this> show. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. Big fan. Good choice, Al. Good choice. You've uh you've done well. I will say, I think when you when you last brought the batch to me, I think it was like six or seven beers. Um, something like that. It was whenever the last time it was when we did the annihilation episode. So everything from then on. Okay, so that's what you have right? to beat next time. Like this is your, <laughs> this is your, uh, your your best run so far because this is that's the most. What, that you've given. Quantity or quality? I gotta beat it. Yes. Both. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You, you're you're like you're like six for six. Let's call it. So the next run's got to be seven for seven. Well, we got one more from this batch that we haven't done yet. Um, that one's actually uh, not from this batch, though. I'm pretty sure it is. You gave it to me beforehand. We just never got to it. 
Sure. I know I, I know because it was in a different part of the refrigerator. <laughs> when I ah. pulled it out, I went, oh, hello. <laughs> Speaking of oh, hello, have you watched that <laughs> on that? Netflix? What? Oh, hello. It's John Mulaney and Nick Kroll. It was a Broadway show that they did, but they um, they recorded it and threw it on Netflix. Oh, no. I remember hearing about that, but no, it's, I did not. I didn't get through the whole thing, but it is. I was. it was just really late when I put it on. But it was very, very funny. And I, I've... Over the years, I've come to appreciate Nick Kroll more and more because I never really cared for him. But lately, the league, the league yeah, the league definitely helped. <clears throat> One of the singular <laughs> excellent characters in all of comedy shows, um, Ruxin is the man we love to hate and also hate to hate. It's great. He's he's. I I want to. I would rewatch that show like probably a lot sooner than other shows. <laughs> Yeah, I, I miss that show. I, that was such a great show. I was so upset when I heard they were canceling it. Well, not canceling They said they were, you know, they chose to end it or whatever. It was mutual. I will say it, it ran its course, though. Like, it starts, I feel like it starts to taper off like most shows do. I know, the quality stayed strong all the you way through, so? which is, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like it was, I for me, it was dying off towards the end, but it was still, I, I still thoroughly enjoyed it. Also, um, they went out of their way in like the last season to just do this bizarre animated episode that ended up being hysterical was that that was the one when Ruxin's wife died right yes <laughs> which that genuinely shocked me yep yep it was very bizarre yeah and oh it was God. it was the the best randomest pairing of like when you think of how seth rogan was introduced to the show looked like a complete one-off fun joke character and somehow became a larger and larger part of, to the point where he got two or three standalone episodes dirty randy as Dirty Randy with Rafi. So good. Rafi. What another what another gem that guy is. Oh, I, my God. He is so funny. And I, do you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No. So he's he was in the last season, like, for a while um, as Agent Pimento. And he <laughs> he's he is just the same character. Like, yeah, just I, the over-the-top. I, I do think that's his only character because his character on... Parks and Rec was basically the same character. Um, his character in the, the movie that came out last year, The House, with with Will Ferrell and uh, Amy mm-hmm. Poehler, was also basically the same character. I'm upset that I didn't get to see that one. We were, we were trying to do that one, and I didn't get to it. It It's funny because that was one that I had really high expectations, and then I heard that it wasn't that great, and then I sat down and saw it, and the first like 20 minutes or so wasn't that funny, which is usually like when a comedy is at its best. Right. And it ended up picking up a lot over the second half, which is, huh. I feel like, pretty rare for a comedy. It's unique. Yeah, I would agree with that. He's he's just too much. I will um, For those of you who are fans of the league, when I play PUBG uh, with one of my friends, Will, every once in a while we'll just run into a group of people and just yell Gattaca. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he knows what that means. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> Um, de- definitely, if you haven't watched it, check that show out. It is it is a gem. So, for this week, uh, first thing I want to touch on, we were originally going to try and do Super Troopers 2 for this episode. Did you, you get to see it? Uh, no, I did other things since you said we weren't yeah, going to be able to get that, to it this that's week. That's fine. I didn't, yeah, I didn't get to see it either. What I did do, though, I, first, I, I've only have, I only have one close source <laughs> that has seen it, and they, they actually thoroughly enjoyed it, said it was a lot funnier than the first, which is... Which is good news, really? For me, yep. Um, he also 
I usually uh, I am in a line with him on his comedy preferences, so I'm hoping that uh that that holds true for me. Uh, I will say I rewatched Super Troopers, and it is it's a funny movie. It's not the best for me. I know my friends love it. Like my friend Chris, it's his it's just like one of his like tops. But well, be- between uh between Super Troopers and Beer Fest, I actually prefer Beer Fest. Same. <clears throat> but I Same. still very much enjoy Super Troopers as it well. It is, yeah. Don't get me wrong; it's not bad, and it's it is very funny. It's just not like it's like in his like I feel like it's just really high up in his top movies, top comedies, and it just it just wouldn't be on that list for me. I mean, I, I've seen it a whole bunch of times. Although most of the time, it's like, oh, it's on, and I'll just throw it on for a little sure. bit. Which is like, you know, one of the standard type of, you know, oh, it's Saturday at like 1 p.m. and I'm not really doing anything. And, oh, I'll throw that on in the background while I'm like doing whatever. Littering end. Littering end. That's what you're doing. It's got some good one-liners. I will say, going back on it, um, the chief is probably my favorite character. <laughs> Brian Cox is incredible in basically everything he's in. Yeah. And he's, that's one of the very few comedic roles I've seen him in, um, and he's funny as shit. I mean, yeah. I, I just the, 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 the whenever he's like ripping on Farva, mm-hmm. like especially when you know, <laughs> you know the next guy who says shenanigans, I'm gonna piss <laughs> <laughs> and then they try to hand him his gun. Yep, that's great. That's good. Yeah, we will do that. Uh, it's it'll probably end up being not obviously it's not the next episode is Avengers as we mentioned this is our, this is going to be our pre Avengers show uh, the next one is Avengers and then it'll probably be the one after that would be my guess I I mean de- I'm definitely going to see it while it's in theaters and we we want to do an episode on it that episode will probably just encompass both movies so similar to our John Wick episode last yes, year yes yes which will which should be fun that'll be a fun one uh, I did so the reason I didn't get to see that was I went to the movies Friday night and. Um, did not want to see that one opening night. It's just, I know the crowd and I just wasn't interested and it was very, very packed, the movie theater. So like, I just knew it was not going to be a fun time. See, I was planning on holding off until Sunday to see it anyway. So Mm -hmm. I didn't have too much concern, but then, um, I, my plans fell through. So yeah, well, that's, that's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll catch up. We'll see it. But what I did see was a quiet place. Oh, and uh, man, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> just <laughs> just yes. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I it 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 held up to all the hype that that has been rising around it for me and I just every I was eating up every minute of it. And I think okay. I think you'll I do think you'll appreciate it. And I don't think it'll be like I, I know you're kind of like me I feel like with horror movies maybe a little more so where you're not really that interested in seeing them where I they 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 pique my interest a little bit more. I feel like than they do for you. Yeah. Um, this is not that. This is a this is a quality film. Okay. So I, it's it's it needs to be talked about. So I think we need, we need to get it on the agenda. <laughs> uh. Even honestly, hey, if you don't want to see it just yet, if you want to wait until it's out on and you can get it at home, that's fine too. But we will at some point do an episode on this. If not, I'm going to do one myself. <laughs> I really liked it. I will probably, you know what? I've been toying with the idea of writing up my own personal reviews for the movies that we watch and posting oh, okay. them. I mean, we have a site. <laughs> and right now it's just a wall of our faces 
and links to the video uh, to the to the SoundCloud for this. So uh, I might start doing that. Uh, Been a lot of writer's block going on. Yeah, I mean that's that's just never-ending material. If, I, if I'm just writing reviews on movies, I mean I can have probably churn out one a week. <laughs> that's fair. Probably get into that, but I do think uh, I I am giving that one my seal of approval, and I think you would agree. So I want I want you to check it out at some point. Um, You're gonna make me go see it, aren't you? I'm gonna make you go see it. The, <laughs> those of you listening who have aligned with my thoughts on movies. Go see it. It's so good. I really enjoyed it. Kim, not not as much of a fan. <laughs> but I I liked it. It comes out to is I just don't care. I get that. But it's handled really well. <laughs> it's just it's you will you will care because it's not it's just deeper than I expected it to be. It's about I also heard it was kind of silly though. It's not silly. There's like, a not it, I don't mean like that it has like a wink wink nod nod silly actually kind of the it, opposite. It, it actually heard does that it, at one point, but go on. <laughs> I, I heard that it 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 takes itself too seriously. That it may have benefited from being a little bit more self aware. Mm. No. One thing I read <laughs> I would disagree with that. That it insists upon itself. I don't know what this, what the, whoever wrote this or whatever you're referring to, I don't know what they're grasping at, but I disagree. I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I can't compare yeah, and contrast. To, yeah, you'll have to, you'll have to watch it then. I guess it's just another reason for you to ah! go see it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to do anything. I did no work. <laughs> no, I'll prove you wrong. <laughs> Al, I didn't say it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So some other news. The Venom trailer dropped this morning. Sure did. That was Actually, fun. Last, last night, I think. Was it last night? Um, yeah. Well, it was this morning for me because I didn't see it last night, so I'm going with that. But <laughs> So the first thing, I woke up um, to a weird sound on my phone. I guess I didn't turn the sound off. I thought it was my alarm, and it was like a notification from Flipboard, and it was a link to uh, – it was like the first – like a new poster. I was like, oh, that's cool, and I just turned it off and put it back down. I was like, why are you waking me up? Um, and then I got the text from you. Like right after I had seen that there was a trailer as well, and I was like waiting to be in front of my computer and blow it up, like you know, nice full screen, and and get in there. Uh, go check that trailer out if you haven't seen it yet, and come back. It'll take you two minutes. Um, what did you think? Uh, I thought it was interesting. That's that's the right word. That's yeah. The right word. Yeah, I, I think so. so. I think so. I it. I I like a lot of what I'm seeing. I obviously worried by just the whatever Sony ownership slash rights weirdness and overlapping themes and movie characters and if they're going to try and do anything like that. I don't know. Well, I did see uh, of note uh, in the beginning when they're like you know they run through like the production stuff like is like in association with Marvel Studios. Mm-hmm. So that's probably a plus. It could be. Because them being in charge is why Spider-Man finally worked again. Right. And there's a, uh, you know, it's just rumored on the IMDb listing, but um, Tom Holland is listed there. I would be surprised if we didn't see him, even if it was briefly, even if it was 
something that he shot that actually was like something in the background, like on TV or something. Yeah, it was just like B roll from <laughs> from this Avengers movie coming. Something out. like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I am I am curious. I will say I. So here's the thing. I had texted you a little bit about this earlier, but I wanted to get your take on just a completely different view of what's going like origin for this character and what they're doing. Yeah, see, I um I know so little about this. I know I'm very familiar with with Venom. I know the character, I know that it's an alien substance that takes him over or whatever that he jumps back and forth between being kind of an anti-hero or an outright villain and this and that, depending on whose perspective the story is being told mm-hmm. from what's going on. But outside of that, like deep lore stuff, I really don't know that much, honestly. So my exposure to it, uh, I was never really into the Spider-Man comics. Um, I got into some of them like later on, probably like 10 years ago. But still, not like a, I don't know enough about that and like the actual comic story my intro to venom was the cartoon and i love 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 that spider-man cartoon and that like whole few episodes that they did with the symbiote and then you know attaching to spider-man and then to eddie brock and just the whole it's just so fun i remember watching that as a kid although i really don't remember it very well you know what i mean yeah i mean I, i i vividly remember like these classic scenes from it. And I think that that's so cool. And I always wanted that as a movie, but I, I mean, it's an animated movie. If you go back and string all those episodes together. So it's fine. I have that. I don't need it again. So yeah. I, I kind of got over that, especially when I thought that the only, the first and only thing that I was going to get was Spider-Man three, which was upsetting. I mean, yeah, like tough, tougher grace says as Eddie Brock and slash Venom, I just never, I never got that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, even I mean, at the time of the casting, I just didn't get it. Yeah, well, and that's, like, this thing, too, it's it's still not quite there. Uh, the character that I'm seeing on screen, the Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock that we're getting in this trailer, it's not quite what I expected. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm okay with it this time. And that's also because I... I, I'm usually very lenient with Tom Hardy, <laughs> so I will be the first to admit that. I, I really He's still doing a weird voice. He, I just, you know what? I wonder if he just has a weird ass speech impediment that he has. That's this is how he gets over it. What? Well, like, does no one remember Inception? Like, I he sounded fine in that. He sounded very British. Well, because he is. I, maybe that's why. Maybe he can't do the American accent. Which, fine, okay, but, like, hell, just make Eddie Brock fucking British. Like, he could have... Right, like, right. That, he could have been a, anyway. a, a British boy who, like, his parents moved when he was, like, 10, and, like, he kept the accent. Like, that's not hard. Mm-hmm. That's actually really funny. Like, let's just write this in so that you could talk normally. Yeah, I mean, like, even... Even Legend. Like, oh at times... Like, oh. You know, like, like, most of the time he's fine, but still... Not always. Especially when he's playing the whacked out brother. No, but even when he's playing the normal one, like his voice comes and goes at times. Yeah. You know, it's that thing we talked about several episodes ago where like people who do a bunch of accents, I feel like eventually you like have to like kind of lose your original voice. Right. I think his voice is broken. Like, I, <laughs> they broke him. <laughs> Inception's 10 years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right. It's funny because it almost sounds like he's, um, like the character's like timid. 
and then the, there's some aggressive parts. So like it's I don't know what they're doing. I can't tell from the trailer where like what exactly what the character is going to be like. But I don't I don't care that much. I am as of right now. I'm interested. I'm very curious where this goes. I'm not going to get like overly excited for it because there's a good chance this movie is terrible. Yeah. Well, that's where I'm at as well, where it's like, I'm not hyped. Like, I sent it to um, my friend Caleb, the, the trailer this morning, mm-hmm. and he watched it. He's like, oh, I'm so hyped. And, like, I knew from, like, the moment they announced it, he was, like, going nuts. And he's not a huge movie guy, but, like, he was, like, going nuts about it and this and that. And, like, part of it's because he's a huge Tom Hardy fan. Part of it's because Venom is cool. Like, a lot of people are, like, he's, like, a cool concept, right? Yeah. Um. But I, I, I'm not hyped like that. I, I'm not, like, super excited. Like, I'm interested. The trailer was interesting. Um, I'm going to want to go see it. But, like, I'm not – this is not something that I'm going to be, like, sitting and counting down the days to. Right. Same. And I, I I mean, there's a – you know, they drop another trailer in a few months, maybe. I might get more hyped for this. Um, I, was, I, w- I was a little confused by, like, how much action scenes they showed that were, like, him just a person with weird black things shooting out of him. Yeah. I don't know if there's, like, precedent for that, especially in the early going before he, like, embraces it or whatever. So that's what that's what's, uh, was a little bit odd to me. Uh, that is more reminiscent of what I remember about Carnage. Okay. Um, but I believe Carnage is also going to be in this movie, which is also strange and off-book, so I don't know what, like, what See, the, the thing is, I don't know if that's... I, and I... Because uh, I haven't been following this super closely because I am not super excited for it, but... um. I know that there's been a lot of rumors about that, but I don't know if there's been any confirmation of that. Okay. Well, I could I, be wrong. We'll I could say. just be forgetting slash not seen it. So I, I was not paying attention to this movie at all. I know. I saw the, the teaser and some posters a while back, and I was like, oh, yeah, this like, cool. You know, when this comes, I'll be, I'll be interested. And then with this trailer, it was the one thing that really did it for me. I really like Riz Ahmed. Me too. Um, happy. To, I, I think him in a villain role could, or Interesting. W- could be cool. He's... Yeah, well, we talked about him at decent length when we talked about Rogue One. Yep, and I and I had brought up uh, enjoying his uh, his role in the Night of as oh, well. Yeah. That's really so. Great show. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, no, I'm on board to see him as a villain. I, I'm I don't know whether he's played one or not before. I don't think I've seen him in that role before. So yeah, it could it could, it could be interesting. I'm I wonder what Woody Harrelson's doing in this movie. <laughs> I just see his name listed on the credits. Yeah, see, I forgot about that. So I saw someone in reaction to this trailer coming out today saying, okay, I'm on board. Now just give me Woody Harrelson as carnage. Ooh. To my knowledge, that's never been anywhere near right. Like a heavily speculated rumor or anything. I think someone was just making a joke, which admittedly Woody Harrelson is, is carnage could be funny. I know way less about carnage than I even do about oh, Venom, which is yeah, not very same. much. Same. Um, but um, just the idea of the sentence Woody Harrelson as carnage it's fairly entertaining. <laughs> and there's there's one really funny thing, and I had mentioned it to you in, a, in text earlier, but there's a uh, there's a pretty cool scene in a grocery store <laughs> where I, I don't understand exactly what's going on there, but it, so, it seems like he's he's pretending to be talking to somebody, but really he's just calling out the person that he knows is watching him, who yeah. turns out to be Mona Lisa Saperstein. And it's just, <laughs> that's all I know her as. That is, I, she's been in plenty since. Yeah, but that is the first thing that comes to mind, and just all I can think of is she's the worst. <laughs> and it's just so like I like I see her and I laugh, 
So that's just that doesn't work in the setting, unfortunately. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see. But uh, that's that's just that was just funny to me. Um, I am the more I talk about it, I am I am excited to a degree about it. I am, but I'm cautious. I'm guarded because I'm afraid this is it's just not going to be good. One thing that they did really well here, actually, you know, I'm going to bring up two points. I was talking to a coworker of mine. He mentioned the CG of the character in the trailer not being great. Um, which I agree with. It does. It's it. It, it looked very Spider-Man three. A lot of it. Oh, uh, I still think it looked better than that. It better, but not great. Um, and you know, it could just be early stuff, but it's it's not that early. It's in post production. So well, because because of the fluid nature of the character, it's kind of not that surprising. I feel like yeah. it feels hard to really execute that. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. I, I still have I, I think it'll probably be cleaned up a little bit more by the time we see it. And, and that's usually not honestly, I don't really care that much about that. It doesn't also it doesn't we actually got a super me. close up of it. The yeah. The face the face was awesome. I was excited to see that. Well it definitely looks bigger and more intimidating than the Spider Man three version. Right, which is like how it should look. And they, yes. they actually showed the tongue and like oh it was it was cool. And what really got me though, what was really awesome is the the duality of his voices, like of talking to each other, that was cool. And I thought that whatever they're doing with that Venom voice is working. Like that's yeah. exactly what I want to hear. So I'm ex- I was excited for that. So definitely, de- definitely check out the Venom trailer and uh, let us know your thoughts. But I, you know, we'll, we'll see when the next trailer drops. And as we get closer to October, um, I'm sure I'll, I'll, I feel like I'll get more excited for this unless I see some crappy news about it, which is. Not unlikely, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. Um, I had one other thing that I wanted to ask you. Wait for it. Wait for it. Tell me about your nuggets. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought I had something else, but I, I, I don't. Well, so earlier today you sent me uh, a screenshot of an Instagram post by Ryan Reynolds <laughs> about... Deadpool. It's so good. <laughs> with Deadpool coming up and he's like standing over Logan's grave from the end of Logan. Spoiler alert. Um, oh, Jesus. That is, <laughs> this is so blatant. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was on purpose. Um, but the funny thing is, an hour or so before you sent me that, I happened to stumble on a fun little story on IGN, which is like Deadpool to a T. Okay. Deadpool two year anniversary edition Blu ray announced. <laughs> Oh because God. the two-year anniversary is super important <laughs> for right. you know anything. Um, so <laughs> they're doing <laughs> they're they're releasing a new Blu-ray for the two-year anniversary of the first movie coming out. When? Uh, April twenty-fourth, which is today. Uh, oh, really? Co- complete <laughs> with new collectible packaging and an assortment of limited edition party favors. Including temporary tattoos, car decals, stickers, and a set of paper dolls. Stop. Is this, Best Buy is this will, real? will have. What's up? Is this real? No, this is 100% real. I think. Because there's a lot more details that come after. Best Buy will have a Deadpool 2 year anniversary edition, 4K ultra high def uh, steel book with new cover art, the aforementioned party favors, and two exclusive packages. Then the story goes on to include the following special features. Deleted and extended scenes with the director Tim Miller, a gag reel, Deadpool's fun sack, auto com- audio commentary <laughs> with Miller and Deadpool co-creator Rob Liefeld, 
audio commentary with Ryan Reynolds and writers Paul Wernick and Rhett Reese from comics to screen to screen. Uh, and then, you know, all the other things you expect to see. But this is the part that I really seem to enjoy and is what reminded me of what or what made me laugh even harder when you sent me that thing. Starting May 15th, a variety of films at Walmart will have Deadpool-themed Blu-ray cover arts. The Merc with a Mouth will photobomb the covers of Logan, Edward Scissorhands. Oh, my God. Predator, War for the Planet of the Apes, Revenge of the Nerds, and a few other movies. They'll be available in stores and online. That is great. How I mean, that is the most Deadpool thing they could do. Having him, having reproducing and, re, and retroactively taking covers of old movies and having him be on them and commenting on it and fucking around on the covers of these things. That's the most meta thing that you could fucking do with this. I love that. Uh, it's it's pretty damn clever. I would have never thought of this. Yeah, I'm actually look, I'm looking this up right now. I'm looking for the the Steelbook. Um. I'm not seeing it though. I see one. I see a blue a Blu-ray, but I want to. Uh, I'm looking at a picture of it in the the, the gallery here. That was mm. uh, included in the story. It's a picture of him like leaning and doing his heart with the hand thing. Yeah. But it's like, like it looks like uh, it's got like the warp speed like lines behind it basically, oh. but in Deadpool colors. But this is not a 4K Blu-ray. It's just a blu-ray that's the see i want i wanted this movie in 4k and i, I don't have it yet no and i was kind of just it, waiting it says, it says right here 4k it's not that that particular one is not i'm looking at it at best buy right now i'm very i'm, I'm annoyed i'm annoyed it's, only I don't know, it's in, the, it's only it's in the story here i feel like i'm i feel like i'm being lied to I Hang feel on. like you're being. I know this doesn't well. make for great radio, but I'm I'm, I'm trying to buy this <laughs> as we speak. It's not and it's not allowing maybe, me. Maybe why buy it. After why don't you let me buy these things? <laughs> why don't they let me see the movies? <laughs> anyway, that's exciting. I do. I, I might have to wait though because getting one of those um, those special box art ones sounds actually kind of great. I, that's actually that's so silly. Yeah, it's only that. at it's only at Best Buy. I'll have to get my hands on that. And it says limited edition steelbook, only at Best Buy, 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and digital. It's the best threesome ever. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I'm really excited. Really excited for that movie. I'm way more excited for this one than I was for the first one. Oh really? I was I was so amped for the first one. No, it just looked like it was trying so hard that I was afraid it was going to be shitty. Oh uh, okay, that's fair. Like once I actually sat down and watched the movie, I genuinely enjoyed it. I was just afraid it looked like it was trying too hard. Right. Which is kind of its thing, actually. I guess, but yeah. Uh, the the uh, the constant jabs at other movies in the trailers and stuff like that, which are obviously going to be in the movie as well that you know it's cuts from the from the film unless they're deleted scenes are great yeah i'm like just the i i think he just flat out calls cable thanos at one point in one of them in one of yes, those tv does. spots it was recently yeah, that so was, something like easy thanos that that's great <laughs> i i love that i love that like they could just that we're this whole superhero marvel universe is just so ubiquitous right now that you could you can do that and everybody gets it <laughs> it's just so silly well, the thing is, by, I think it's next year, Disney and Fox will have finished merging. Mm-hmm. 
So they're doubly allowed to do that, I guess. He is going to start appearing in the background of Marvel movies. I could see him being like, yeah, I want to be in any one that I can be in, yeah. but I don't want to actually be in it. I just want to be just like a extra. dick who pops in for two seconds. Like, Yep. I, I, I want that so bad. Like I could, actually, It's going to be Where's it, Waldo. It would be perfect because, um, well, for many reasons, some of them said, Stan Lee is not going to be in many more of these movies. Sure. Um, so he could replace it, and I'm sure he'll find some way to make fun of that. You know what I mean? He could be the new continuity. <laughs> yeah. Um, replacing Stan Lee in that way, you know, where it's just him all the time. Yeah, that, that, that would be great. There. Um, before we get into our topic for the show, I have one thing I want to bring up. Are you familiar with God of War? Um, I've never played any of them, but okay. I'm familiar with it. Is the reason that it is relevant for this for this particular podcast because if you get a chance to just just go experience that game, you can come. You know what? Come over and we'll play it. There's okay. something beautiful about this thing. It is a the. It blows me away. I heard about this early on. Oh, so you're talking about the, the new ones? The new one that just came out. Yeah, I, I never, I was never, I never really got into the old ones. Um, but this this new one is just done so well. I just have to, I have to call it out here because the game is so sin. It's just, it's just this beautiful movie that you're playing through, and it's not, it's not just like a walking simulator. Like you're not just like going through the story. You, you know, you're playing the game. It, it is, it's very fun, but the entire thing is one continuous shot. And it is incredible. Okay. I'm a couple hours in, and I'm just blown away by how it it does not fail to stay in one. Like it's not like I'm I'm waiting for it to cut. Like I'm waiting for something to happen, and it's not happening. And it's so good. And I just don't like. I can't imagine what had to go into that to make that a possibility. Like the writing, the storytelling, the level design, like how they got there. But it just if you like movies, <laughs> and just Go play this game. So good. <laughs> you'll, have to cool. check. You'll, you'll be here this weekend. We'll we'll give it a we'll check it out. All right. We'll, we'll play it for a bit. It is just it, it it blew me away and it just had to be brought up. Um shall we get into our topic of the show? Yeah. Alright, in that case. So nice. <laughs> you could have let me know. I would have popped another beer. Holy shit. You know what? We haven't done this yet. Well, we did that once in the last landscape episode. It was planned. We did. <laughs> yeah, we I don't did even two, remember. We did two different beers from Six Point. I had two beers from oh. Six Point. Okay. Yeah, I didn't remember. Have... One of them was what I think possibly your least favorite beer on the show, mm. the salty sour beer. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was Wait, less so... objectionable. Yeah, you've said this before. I don't remember what that beer was. I'll have to go back. But um, they're both from Six Point. I forget what they were called. I'm not saying what this is because I actually have some more, and I plan on giving you one when you come here, so that we can well, just use it for an episode. The worst part is like I can just kind of see the color at the top because you have a koozie on it. So a very fitting koozie. Ah, oh, Punisher, nice. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Avengers is Friday, guys. In case you haven't figured it out yet, um. We're, we didn't really do notes for this. We're just going to no, talk about we're just it. Gonna, we're, we're, and it's just, it's just pure excitement and speculation. We're going to talk about where we are, where we came from, and, and where we're going. That was a little bit more um, involved than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I am so excited for I am I, I have that level of excitement 
that I had uh, for the for Star Wars. Like it's not exact because it's a it's a different franchise, and I, it, Star Wars is too near and dear to my heart for anything to ever be right there with it. But it's it's up there. I'm. It's funny. Excited. I just saw something kind of in a similar vein. Um, Amin Al Hassan, who we've talked about before, who works for ESPN, who yeah. Uh, he's done the podcast with Freddie Pinch Jr. Mm-hmm. for Star Wars. He's like the type of Star Wars like nerd that, that you and, and me are, but he also enjoys these as well. And he went to the to the red carpet premiere at uh, in, in LA last night. And um, someone asked him about like, oh, were you like as hyped like as Star Wars? Or are you going to see you do a podcast for this? He's like, no, like this is like my guilty pleasure. Like I enjoy them; they're fun, but it's not Star Wars. Like it's not; right, it doesn't right. touch me that that way. Um, but he's like, no, I loved it. It was great. Like, he's like, he's like, listen, I want to be able to talk to you guys about like the cool shit, but like, I can't think of a way to do it without spoiling it. Plus there's the embargo shit and he works Good for man. Disney. So, but, um, that's everything I'm seeing. Cause I'm trying to steer clear of anything. The embargo lifts probably Thursday morning, I think. Right. Uh, it shouldn't until Friday. No, because they're going to do Thursday night premieres. They, I, they are, but I. The embargo sure... will, lift, will lift Thursday before that happens. Um, mm. That's just how they they do these things. Um, but uh, everything I'm seeing is like. No, I haven't seen a single negative word. Admittedly, they're not reviews yet because it's the embargo. Everyone's like, you know, stick clear of any spoilers, which I'm I'm gonna do. Um, but everything I'm seeing is, is like, like man, you're gonna come out of that and just be like. Whoa! And need like a little while to process, figure out everything that happened. Like it's an experience. Like that's yeah, what it is. It's like, oh, this man. is a movie that you're gonna experience. And that's and that's kind of like their their the marketing and this this how many years has this been this build up? Ten years. It's incredible. Like there's nothing like this. There there is not a movie cycle like this. No. Um, I mean, this is what they're ramping up Star Wars to be to a certain extent. Sure, but and it's it was not the, yet. It was the thing that was the most like this before this. Mm-hmm. Which is fair, but you know, <laughs> we're only on with nine full movies, ten coming out. It's 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 not there. It's not there yet because they've no. they've just been just building this thing up like in a rapid. And inc- with a rapid pace with incredible quality, which is which is the key. Well, the other thing is, I mean, Star Wars just peaks and valleys, right? You know, sure. three years, three movies in six years, fifteen year hiatus, three movies in six years. You know, yeah, fifteen year or twenty year hiatus, ten year hiatus. I can math. Um, <laughs> and now a movie every year. So now is where it's ramping up to being like that, you know. This yeah. move, this you know, MCU is how many movies are there now? Is twenty of them? Well, you know what? Let's go through the roster. <laughs> twenty of them in ten years, as opposed to ten in thirty years, forty years. Yeah. Oh my God! There's so many. Seventy-seven to twenty eighteen, forty-one years. That's insane. When you when you stop to think about it, so hang on, let's 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 jump back in real quick. Phase one started in two thousand eight with Iron Man, followed by The Incredible Hulk, followed by Iron Man two, Thor, Captain America, and then the Avengers. 
That's six, phase one. That's, yeah, 2008 through 2012. Then we got phase two, with which was Iron Man 3, The Dark World, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Age of Ultron, and Ant-Man. That's 12. We move on to phase three. <laughs> Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, and Friday's Infinity War. So this is the 19th. That is insane. And Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out in a couple of months, and that'll be 20. Oh, my God. That is that is so crazy. That is so crazy. I was... I was reading this thing about the um, how they've they've not titled the next Avengers or not released the title of the next Avengers film because it gives away something. They're not releasing that, and people have been you know it kind of got quiet. Everyone you know so caught up in this that they let everything else slide, and it's like oh shit, you know they haven't other than like Guardians three, uh, Captain Marvel, which is a new character, mm-hmm. um, and. Black Panther 2 because it's the biggest movie like ever like you can't not have a sequel to that um they haven't given any details of what the movies are coming in the next few years like right because they want to keep it quiet until you know who lives and who dies in this because mm-hmm. if you announce Doctor Strange 2 or Iron Man 4 or whatever pretty safe assumption that those people are going to survive right right even though you can do the math, and I saw an article about this somewhere. I forget now where. Uh, yesterday or the day before, um, guessing at how safe each character was based on how many contracts or how many <laughs> films they have left on their contract. That's funny. Um, and there are some people who really surprised me. Like I think uh, Sebastian Sebastian Stan. Mm-hmm. I was called him Sebastian Shaw, and that's Darth Vader, not um, <laughs> the Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sebastian Stan still has like six films on his contract mm. which makes sense because you know Captain America is going to die and or retire right? so he's he's going to replace him that's exactly. a big comic book thing so that, but there's that, a few people a lot of movies. Su- there's a few people who surprised me they were like on like they have like five or six films left and it's like why How, why is that person have that many left mm. and is it like full films or is it just like They'll yeah, so they don't, they don't and things. They don't count something like Captain America's role in Spider-Man would not count as a film. What about Doctor Strange's role in in Ragnarok? That one might. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was. I feel like it was. It was just a touch more significant than a cameo. Yeah. Well, he. I mean, he had decent screen time. He had lines. Like, I mean, yeah. I know it, it wraps itself up in like eight minutes or whatever. But like, he's mm-hmm. he's there and present and relevant for a. You know, it's, it's not a scene. It was for a whole sequence. Right. Um, so I'm not 100% sure, but either way, he's got more. He's going to be. He's going to survive this. He's important to what. When you think of who's getting the torches passed, and when you consider in the comics how important that character is to um, the Avengers, I, I imagine that he will take on a, a big leadership role in Phase 4. Right. Yeah, well, we will. We will soon see. Do you think we're going to get a lot of answers to these burning questions by the end of this? Or is this I don't know, movie... but I really, I really hope that Thanos sticks around past this movie because that's the one thing that I've seen, quote unquote, leak out, and it's very high level. Mm-hmm. Um, that Thanos is ah, fuck. I wish I could find the. Um, I saw in a tweet, and I meant to save it, and I forgot. It, but paraphrasing is basically is the the biggest, most compelling, most empathetic 
villain that we've seen in the MCU. That's interesting. Ah, man, I'm so excited. As we, I'm going to keep doing this as we talk about this. I'm going to continually gush over this movie. I'm and, so... you know, they, they've kept it secret, too. Um, I'm really curious about these, what is it, the Black, what's it called? Black Order? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Uh, the Black Order. It's his group of lieutenants. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I, I forget. There's, like, Proxima Midnight and a couple mm-hmm. other. There's, like, four or five of them total. Um, and they just announced a week or two ago that Carrie Coon is playing one of them. Okay. Um, I like her. I forget. One or two of them may have also been confirmed, but I think the other ones aren't, haven't all been confirmed yet who's playing them. I think it's heavily speculated that Peter Dinklage will be one of them because mm-hmm. no one knows who he's playing and everyone kind of forgot that he's in this movie, but he definitely is. Right. Also, I'm pretty sure one of the Black Order is named to something dwarf or something like that, which would seem to point to that one. Sure. That would make sense. Yeah. I, you know what? While, while you're doing that and like getting ready to like espouse some sort of thought, fuck you! I'm going to get another beer. Oh, okay, that's that's great. So uh, while Al's getting this beer, there is a this article um, <laughs> on the wrap that you could find pretty easily, and and many other outlets have it. So like you can you can find this under your favorite if you'd like. But there's a complete timeline of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it's something that Al and I are going to reference throughout the rest of this episode. Um, it was a uh, it was awesome to read through this because there's so. I mean, we just talked about this. We're this is the 19th movie. There's shit you forgot, and you're not. It's it's hard enough to keep track of the things that you already know, like that you know you know, and then to think back. Oh right, what was I doing 10 years ago? Like what? Like I. I mean, I remember Iron Man the first one vividly. I. Oh, but, I thought you were gonna be talking shit about me this whole time. No, no, no. Uh, but it's it's good to have this timeline because you can go back through and I, I read through the whole thing and it's, it's long. Don't get me. I mean, there's you know, it's it's short blurbs throughout of like and it's the timeline from the beginning to what we'll be experiencing at the end of this week. And it's just if you're if you're into this stuff like we are, man, like just just go find one and read it. Like I mentioned, the one that we're going to be referencing is from the rap, but there's plenty of them out there. Um, this one was just concise enough, and I it it all I needed was it to jog my memory about a few things. Um, it definitely did touch on some points that I had just did not know. <laughs> so I actually oh, yeah, I, I was looking at like the beginning of them all, like, and I realized how long that article was, and so I stopped reading it eventually because it was right. like, oh, I could spend fifteen minutes doing this. Yeah. It's but it's it's totally worth it, and I think like a I was so excited before this, and then as I read it, I was like, oh my god, like this is there's just there's so many levels to or layers to this whole this whole thing, and why am I like why my excitement is so high for this movie? One, it's just because I've been infatuated with this whole series since it started. Like everybody was when Iron Man came out, it was like oh my god, like they they made this tremendous Marvel comic movie. And it just feels so much bigger than it already is, and it's and it just grew and grew and grew. And thank well, you, John Favreau, is, for making a huge success, and Robert Downey Jr. for getting us here. <laughs> the thing is, at the time, we had no idea that it was going to turn into this. Not even just Not like even that it was going to be successful. Like we had no idea that there was going to be a connected universe. Hell, they didn't know there was going to be a connected universe at right. that time. And that is that is nuts. 
they basically shot that scene with Samuel L. Jackson on a lark and used it to try and promote it. Like, it was the beginning of an idea in Kevin Feige and John Favreau's head. John Favreau probably doesn't get enough credit for not just making a good movie that launched this, but helping to grow this thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's the start of this. Without without someone to helm that movie like him, it, it could have it could have easily crashed and burned. Yeah, and not and, only that, but honestly, and I'm looking, I was just thinking about it because, like you were saying, like just the initial reaction when seeing it or whatever. Um, at the time that this came out, there was no indication as to what superhero movies could be because this came out the same year as the dark Knight, but it was a couple months early. So, and Batman begins retroactively. He's become a beloved movie, but at the time it it was received critically well, but wasn't super popular. I I remember having zero hype for it coming out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's funny because there's this parallel universe where the first Marvel movie is the second Iron Man. And the and the the first DC movie is The Dark Knight, and they just go in these completely opposite trajectories where DC movies are incredible and the Marvel movies just crash and burn. But yeah. that is that is not the one that we're living in. Well, and the funny thing is, not being that I wasn't um, like a big comic book reader or whatever, uh, this is something I've seen in the last couple of years that I didn't remember being a thing, but apparently it was a really big thing in internet circles. Um, People were mad that Iron Man was the one that was like taking the lead in this and that. I guess he was a slightly less important character in the comics. I don't know. That, that, like people were like upset, like they're like like that he was like a B list superhero, like leading the Avengers and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, I, I my it's like really because like like I'm not a comic book nerd, but like I fucking knew who Iron Man was. I thought he was pretty fucking important. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I, like, admittedly, I I'll never X-Men. understand those things because I wasn't that close to those comics. So I know the X Men were like a lot of them were really big and all that stuff, but it's like it's pretty obvious why they didn't choose. It's not like they like just left them on the side. They couldn't contractually use them. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. And they, if they could, it seems like they probably would have figured out an awesome way to do it. Like because they, they, they do a really good job of just intertwining these characters and making them work together. So they could probably pull off an X Men movie. Um, I don't, I don't even care that much though. I never really was that interested. I love the X Men cartoon. That's that's great. I'll keep that instead. That was fun. Yeah. I don't really, whatever with the movies, but um, and also well, like, no, how I mean, much can you really the, fir- do? the first two movies. I mean, to be fair, like I said, we didn't know. Come, the first two movies were genuinely very good movies. They were, but. Like when I watch them now, I think about them that way, as as solid movies. But I just it's no, just I not, genuinely enjoyed both of them. They, they're good movies. It's just not no, the, even at the, time. the comic-y appeal that I would have expected at that age when I watched them. Um, at that time, I thought they were good, but not great. I didn't get the same feel from the X Men movies that I got from the first Iron Man movie. Um, the second one, I genuinely at the time legitimately thought was very. Very good. That's fair. And enjoyed it. A lot the first of one love that movie. The first one's a little bit campier. Yeah. But not too much. It's not you know, the nineties Batman movies. If you could pick one movie out of that entire franchise to be your favorite, which one is it? Out of what? The X Men franchise. 
Oh, it's, it's X two. It's no question. Is it? Uh, is does Logan count? Well, I guess I guess I still have. Uh, you have to, I, I've seen X two twenty five times, sure. and I've seen Logan one and a half times. Okay. Well, I mean, if Logan counts, I'm not sure because like it's no, the, the timeline thing's a little strange. I would count it. I just genuinely like don't think of it the same way because it's still. I mean, it's a, it's a little bit over a year old now, but it's still new to me mm-hmm. uh, in the timeline of those movies. Yeah, that's fair. I it's it was it's an easy pick for me just because that's the one that I I have the most attachment to. I do have I picked up the collection not that long ago, and I'm excited to. I've kind of forgotten them enough at this point where I'm really excited to go back and watch them. And mm. experience them again for the first time, <laughs> which will be fun. Uh, so that 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 maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll have a, a different answer. But as of right now, for me, it's Logan. But back to back to Avengers. And I, I just wanted to go through. I'm not going to read this whole timeline to you. Obviously, this is this thing is very long. But I do think it's important to start at the beginning and read through a few of the first things here. The reason being is one. A handful of these slipped my mind altogether, um, and then some of them I just didn't know. And whether it's extended material that helps you understand these things, or if it's just stuff that I've missed because it's been, again, ten years with all. What are you drinking? It's been it's been ten years since all. Oh, of I this. got another one of the same beer. Oh, nice, excellent. Um, it's it's possible that like some of these things were mentioned and I just don't remember them. So I'm just gonna start here. I'm gonna stop when we get to the more modern things and. Um, things become very clear for us again. So you can go back and read through this whole thing, which I really, really highly suggest you do before going to see this movie. I think it's I think it's going to be worth it. And I think I just knowing how they make these movies, there's going to be so much drawn from all the way back to 2008. Like there's going to be stuff drawn back all the way back to the Arrested Development extended universe. Right, right. It's going to be great. <laughs> and I just it's it's definitely worth brushing up on your history here before you go see it. So the first thing we have here is when the universe was created with the Big Bang, six powerful Infinity Stones were created, space, mind, reality, power, soul, and time. And that's what we know, obviously, as the Infinity Stones. Um, this whole, that whole thing is explained by the the collector, right? In yes. Guardians of the Galaxy, like in this big like expose that he does where he just <laughs> explains this all to you, which is great. And then and then reiterated a bit by Thor in uh Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Cause they, he has to tell all the other characters and everybody who forgot or didn't see the last movie. Uh <laughs> so <laughs> the next thing, uh Sometime far in the past, the celestial being known as Ego comes into existence. Over millennia, it learns to control matter and creates a planet, then creates a human-like version of itself to explore the universe in search of life. We get that, again, through a whole expose in Guardians 2, uh, when Ego is basically telling everybody about this. Um, Exposition dump. Yeah. Uh, at the dawn of mankind, an alien race called the Kree arrived on Earth and gave certain human genetic enhancements that would grant them special powers. These special humans would become known as Inhumans. Which was canceled. What was that? Uh, that was a show? It was a movie that got downgraded to a show that got downgraded to a show that looked like it was made in 1998. And it lasted... Well, it's funny they kind of killed it silently, but it was it, it did air though, right? 
Um, at least the first couple episodes. And it was. I know they aired three of them as like a theatrical release. Wait, really? Uh, yes. That is. Uh, Inhumans debuted on IMAX screens on September first, twenty seventeen. The first live-action television series to debut in IMAX. The theatrical run lasted two weeks. Before it premiered on ABC on September 29th, it ran for eight episodes. It's been met with unfavorable reviews and low television ratings. I, I think they killed it. I, I could be wrong. They killed it, but it's still part of the canon, it sounds like. Yeah, that, I mean, I would believe that that would be the case, absolutely. All right. All right. Oh, well, that's, it, why it, that's why it died. It was run by Scott Buck. Why does he keep getting jobs? What is... What is I'm not familiar with the name. Scott Buck. Um, he... Was responsible for the inevitable decline of Dexter. Mm. Um, he was the showrunner for Iron Fist, um, and I think he was involved in the Defenders as well. Oh, yeah. Let's pause here because that is another note that I have. I've been watching the Defenders, and man, it feels like a chore to get through. No, I never felt that way because I just didn't take it too seriously because it's not taking itself seriously. The characters don't have chemistry. Uh, it gets better later. Okay. How not later? good. I was going to say, how much later? It's an eight it episode. Better. Is it eight or I thought it was six? I couldn't remember. Yeah, it's eight, and I'm pretty sure I'm on, like, I, I think six is the next one that I have to watch, and I'm just not feeling it. Um, Just watch it. Uh, you, you, oh, you I'm going to watch it. I You have to because it sets up everything that's going to come out after in all the shows. Right. Especially for Daredevil and Luke Cage. It doesn't really have much to do with the second season of Jessica Jones. That's good. That's good. I I was actually, the reason why I was, I was catching up on it is, one, I've, I'm dying to watch um, The Punisher because I've heard such good things about it. Oh, yeah, it was really good. But I, I just have this thing where, like, I need to watch the, these things in the order that came out in. You, uh, um, if you want to, I mean, it's up to you. I would say finish The Defenders just so you don't, when you come circle back around to it six months later and you've forgotten everything. Right. Oh, that won't happen. Yeah. Um, but, no, actually, uh, you don't need The it. Punisher exists on its own. There's that's, really nothing. That is re- that's good to hear. That'll be refreshing because. I mean. It doesn't exist on its own for the universe because Karen Page is in it a pretty decent amount. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and we see a handful Great of characters character. from we see a handful of characters from from the shows. Um, but the events of the Defenders don't affect Punisher at all. All right, that's good to know. I feel like that'll be a nice refreshing thing to watch once I'm done with the Defenders. It is just it's been. I, I really feel like it's been a chore to get through. And here's, I've been watching, and this, you know what, this brings up another point before we go back to the timeline. I I know they're going to do some incredible stuff with this movie. And I'm wondering what kind of references are, like, I, even if they're not really that important, there's going to be nods to all the material, I feel like, throughout. So I'm wondering if there's anything that I, I'll need to know up front to really to get everything that I want to get out of this. I'm sure, again, if it was like the slightest little thing, it wouldn't matter to anybody. But if there's like something that seems like a nod and I don't know what it is, I'm going to be annoyed. So I'm trying to catch up so that I can <laughs> I can catch any nods that are in this next movie. Well, the thing is, Inhumans, from what I understand, in the comics was really important, even though it's just the X-Men again. Okay. Like I, As I understand it, they're very similar in a lot of ways to the X-Men. 
Um, but that's like their own thing. I think they're, there's, there's probably some sort of like overlap with Black Panther because I think a lot of them are like in Africa at some point or something like that. I, I forget. I may have misremembered that. I, I could be wrong. But um, I know they start off on the moon for a long time. But uh, yeah, no, that was an interesting note about the Kree um, having that importance because you can see in the cosmic section of the MCU, the Kree are fairly important. Right. And uh, I imagine they will be important again in this movie. Do you think? Do you think the shows are going to tie? Are going to have any sort of nods or tie-ins to this movie? You didn't see that tweet. I, <laughs> I, oh uh, I, uh, no, that is another good point that I have here. I've been on media blackout. Um, I minor media media blackout. I'm not signing into Twitter until this movie is until I see the film because there's, uh, you know what? It's 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 well known. There's a lot of spin tunes in the world. And I think you'll be mostly safe. I've been on pretty reliably all day, and I haven't seen anything close to it. The embargo I, is I'm serious. Not, they will, they will black bag you like Creedy. That's that's oh my god, that's great. Uh, I'm not taking that risk because yeah, maybe they'll black bag you like Creedy, but but you know what? Hang on, pause here. Go watch View for Vendetta again. <laughs> so good. <laughs> anyway. Um, but no, because the thing is, as the premiere last night, the people who saw it all work for Disney or are like credentialed, so none of them is gonna say anything. Sure, it's too serious. They will be blackballed for like the rest of their life. Yeah. Um. That is. I'm just. You know. I'm prepping myself in advance. I mean, come even come Thursday, I can't. Friday, I. I can't even. I don't even want to Google anything. You See, might no, get an ad that gives something away. I think away. that's what I'm saying. I think you're safe today, tomorrow, and even most of Thursday. Uh, up until, well, maybe if, when you see the embargo lifted, maybe you'll want to stop um, then. But, you know, Friday, stay off Twitter until oh, yeah. that night. Um, but, uh, no, I think you're safe the next couple of days. Do you know what the worst thing is? It, we have our shows at 1230. Um, Sorry. We're usually early. To the, to the theater and yeah. the worst thing is and i you know i can't blame them because like when i come out i'm i'm excited but when people are coming out of the theater i gotta like cover my ears and i feel like make a lot of noise because oh yeah someone's gonna come out of like a nine o'clock showing and you're gonna kick them in the teeth right that happened to me for something and i can't remember what it was but it was it was infuriating at the time i guess it didn't linger which is good <laughs> the, just the emotion lingered, which is unsettling. <laughs> but but I just I really don't want any of this ruined for me. I'm very excited. Somebody somebody that's seeing it at on Thursday is going to be in my 12:30 show and just start shouting things before <laughs> before it happened, and uh, and we're going to go to jail. That's that's how that's going to go down. Um, well, anyway, sorry. Going back to what I, I just go on, just check out your notifications on Twitter. Because okay. I sent you, I like quoted you in like a, a tweet and it was a thread and it was just, it was directly referencing what you were just talking about where it's like, it's a conversation between like the Avengers and the Defenders. Okay. And like, they, you know, like, like, oh, what can you do? I punch things. Like, what do you do? I also punch things. <laughs> but harder. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's almost exactly what happened. It was like, oh, Daredevil, what are, what's, what's your powers? I, I punch things. Okay. Well, Luke I'm Cage. blind. <laughs> Luke Cage, what's your power? I punch things hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But it goes on for like several and it gets like more and more. It was entertaining. I, I like it. It's, it's worth the 90 seconds of your time. We'll take is it, is it just like a write-up or is it like a little cartoon? 
No, no, it's like someone who like was just tweeting this as like a roundtable oh, conversation. Oh, okay, I like that. It's like someone just like coming up That's with fun. this like this thing. It's like seven or eight tweets, and it's just like that. It's dumb. It's funny. Awesome. I'll, I I'll sign on for that, and then I'll sign off. <laughs> You'll probably um, be safe. So back to the timeline. A powerful inhuman named Alvius. I'm guessing that's how you pronounce that. Overpowers the Kree and banishes them from the Earth to end their plans. However, I'm, look, soon... I'm looking at that picture and it looks like a combination of. It's somebody Dave... from Galaxy Quest. No, no, it's <laughs> the head fringe is Davy Jones from yep. the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yep. yep. But the face is Turian from Mass Effect. Hundred percent. I can. Right. I, yep. Absolutely. <laughs> That's bizarre. Uh, Alvius soon becomes mad with power, resulting in his fellow Inhumans banishing him from the planet. Cool. Wasn't aware. Um, the few that followed Alvius come to worship him as a deity called Hive, whom they hope will return to the Earth and rule the planet. This cut of Hive followers becomes known as Hydra. That awesome. was interesting just from the sense of, oh, that's where that whole skull and right. tentacle thing came from. Like That it, is what I liked about them. That's why it's worth, if you find one of these things scrolling through, they have um, some decent um, artwork to go with each of these timeline items. That wasn't a super important note, honestly, but nope. it was a cool little bit of backstory context. And, and, and that's those are the types of things that I'm talking about, though. Like, I love a little thing like that. And that's why I'm curious, like, are there going to be any nods to, to like, the Marvel's Netflix shows while we're watching this movie? I, the thing is, I feel like there probably won't. It's possible. There's more of a chance that there's like one nod to Inhumans mm -hmm. because, and like maybe one or two nods to Agents of Shield, right. but there's not a great way to include the Defenders because they just not relevant be, to the story. It could be something as stupid as like um, following Peter Parker as he walks past the bodega and there's like a newspaper. With there some could be something on like it. that. Like the, I, the thing is, they have this incredible attention to detail. I feel like with all these things that they they would probably pull something like that in. Just just like even if like three people noticed it, or all these people that'll pour over frame by frame to find things. It's yes, you're it's right. Fun. There could be something like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. At some point, ego discovers life and finds it disappointing. He begins spreading seeds of himself across the universe at various planets and having children with local sentient species, hoping to create a child that can tap into his vast power to help him grow the seeds this we all again this was all part of ego's expose in uh in guardians 2 um on earth five early human tribes discover the crash site of a vibranium meteor in africa they come together in the land naming it wakanda over time the tribes come together to form a nation using powerful vibranium technology to isolate themselves from the outside world the king of wakanda using his heart-shaped herb that he grows in the land to become the Black Panther, Wakanda's protector. And that um, was that whole opening to Black Panther movie. Which, if go back and watch our Black Panther episode if you haven't, or listen to our Black Panther episode if you haven't. Uh, that whole opening scene was dope. Yep. Um, all done through that silly childhood toy that you have that is like nails that you push through. <laughs> you, you like put, press okay, your face yeah, into yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Really cool. Like that. Um 965 AD, Odin, king of Asgard, prevents the frost giants of Jotunheim? How do you say that? Y Jotunheim. Jotunheim? From conquering Earth. After the battle, he adopts the frost giants prince, Loki. That, again, I know that. It was just refreshing to read it and get the recap. Because it's just like, I, there's all these little things that I haven't thought about in so long. And like, 
as much as I'd like to go back and watch some of these movies before the movie comes out, um, the movie comes out Friday, and I don't have that much time. <laughs> so, well, this is a project you probably would have had to taken up a couple of months ago, right? Or jumped on that like thirty-six hour viewing of all of them. That was a cool idea. Way, way more intense than our our Lord of the Rings thing. Way more intense than the movie thing that we saw for the Dark Knight movies. Yep. Maybe, maybe we do it for the next one. <laughs> maybe I take off work for like a week, and we do the. Yeah, yeah, and we'll spread it out. We'll brew some beer. We'll do a bunch of episodes. No, I mean, like by the time Avengers Four comes out, you'll have to take off a week to survive that. That's probably true. That's probably true. But yeah, no, that'd be cool. Like you know, we could yeah, come up with some event to do each day if we. We devoted a week to it. I'll just come and live by – hell, I'm basically coming – I don't know why I didn't just move in with you for these couple of weeks because, like, <laughs> I was down a couple weeks ago. I'm down again this weekend. I'm down again next weekend. <laughs> I'm down again, what, a couple weeks after that? Yeah, We're doing solo way. together, right? What's the date of solo? Mm, May something. I know you're not going to be able to do Deadpool. You're going to be out of town. That's the one I'm out of town for. You're right. So, uh, so, so yeah, Solo will obviously have to do. In uh, it is out. The I think the official is 25th, but it's out the 24th Thursday night. Oh, okay, that's great. Yeah, but yeah, you might as well just move in. <laughs> Problem solved. Uh, 1934 Hydra member Johanna Schmidt. Johann Schmidt convinces the Nazi high command to allow Hydra to conduct research and develop weapons for the Third Reich. Schmidt captures scientist Abraham Erskine and forces him to continue work on the super soldier serum for the Nazis. Again, this one was another good one. I think... Here's the thing. I don't love the character of Captain America, but they tie a lot of the important stuff to those movies. And I need to... I mean, he's pretty important as a character. He is. He is. I just don't love him. He's the moral compass. Yes. Also historically important. What is it that I don't like? I just don't like him, though. And it's it's annoying to me. He's You don't like that he's a goody two-shoes. It's okay to do No, it. it's not it. It's not it. I think I would like it. I don't... I have, I hate to say it. I think that my problem is, is with Chris Evans, I think. No, but you, we, already dis- we already discussed this. You, that was what you're, like... That's what your longstanding thought on it had been. And then you came around on Chris Evans. Is like, no, I enjoy him now. That's Why right. don't Scott I like Pilgrim. God damn Scott it. Pilgrim. He turned it around. Oh, also, I saw that movie. Was it Gifted? He was pretty good in that. I heard he was pretty good in it, but I heard the movie wasn't good. So it's just... No, the movie was good. Um, oh, I heard it wasn't very good. Uh, the, I guess it's just Captain America then. I did you ever see the movie... Did you ever see the movie Push? Push. Oh, it's push. It's the, no weird. Push. It's like, like, like push <laughs> a door P-O-O? open. No, like push a door <laughs> Excuse open. Excuse me, Miss Lady. <laughs> I think I can help with this one. <laughs> it's two M's. <laughs> the D is silent. <laughs> <laughs> what what is push? Uh, came out ten years ago ish. It was kind of superhero esque. Um, there was like basically like a couple of different powers that people had. You could either the pusher was like someone who could like go into your mind, kind of like the guy in the wheelchair from X Men Two, 
could like create fake stuff inside your head. Like scenarios and stuff like that, mind control stuff. Okay. Um, there's people who basically have like the force. Uh, that's Chris Evans's character's power. Like he got telekinetic powers, basically. Gotcha. <clears throat> um, there's some future like reading, like Oracle type people. There's a couple of people with like you know. Well, I guess it wouldn't be super strength of me. There's there's someone who had like they could just scream really loud, fucked everything up. Okay. <laughs> uh, there was a couple other things too. Uh, healer, you know, stuff like I, that. I don't think I saw this. It was a pretty solid movie. Good cast. Checking it out right now on the M. It's the type of thing that like it's on FX. It's been on FX a lot over the last several years. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. It was kind of a quiet release. It wasn't something that was super hyped. It wasn't something it seems I, like I a don't... like a Wednesday night nine o'clock. Just don't really know what to watch. Throw a movie on. It's worth a watch. Throw it on. All right. Maybe I'll check that out. It's not a great movie. It was a good solid it's a, movie. It's, I enjoyed a, it. it's a perfectly okay movie. It's even slightly better than that. Ooh, okay. Okay. Hey, that's great. <laughs> uh, okay. 1940. Schmidt injects himself with a prototype of Erskine's serum, which gives him powers, but transforms him into the disfigured villain Red Skull. Fortunately for Erskine, he is res- he is rescued by British secret agent Peggy Carter. Um, I'm going to stop there. Uh God, that S.H.I.E.L.D. show, man. Did you ever try to watch that? No, never. Did you watch Carter? Nope. I didn't watch that because I tried watching S.H.I.E.L.D. and I got like two episodes in. I was like, I can't fucking deal with this. I heard Carter was better, but it didn't last that long. Yeah, that's just... I'm just not interested. I, there's there's just two... I love the movies. The uh, I love the show. I like love the Netflix shows for the most part. They've only recently started to trail off for me. Um... It's been, I it's I'm in a rut right now because I I watched Luke Cage and Iron Fist pretty close together, and then I tried starting the Defenders and I stopped, and then I got back into it recently, and it's just not really doing it for me. Iron Fist, just push was, your way through the Defenders. I, I, I'm because going to. The Punisher is way better. Oh, It'll bring I, you right back up. I absolutely will, but it's just I Luke Cage. The first half of Luke Cage is great. Yes. The second half is just not good. Fact. Iron Fist is bland. Is bland? It, see, it's not bad. It's just bland. Right. Because I was interested in some of the things that went on. Sure. Um, the some of the like the dynamic with the hand actually I thought was an interesting storyline, and obviously now you're seeing in the Defenders it's very important again. Right. So it wasn't a complete like everyone was like, oh it's the worst show. Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's just not. It, there's a hard cap on how good it can be. Yeah, and there's there's you know there's plenty of episodes in the Iron Fist season that are better than the second half of Luke Cage. Yes. That man, I don't know what happened. It's almost like two different people made that that show. Yes. It's rough. But um, yeah, we'll get through it. Uh, that, but that Shield show, I I tried and I was like, no. No. When I heard that worth my that time. show, I was interested, and then I saw the first trailer for it, and I was like. I am fully out. I'm never going to watch the show. Nonsense. Um, jumping back into the timeline, you know the rest. We got, yeah, that's all. That's all stuff that was literally on screen in Captain America. We got Captain America. We got Ant Man. The Ant Man thing is fun because, again, that movie's good. Good solid movie. Ant-Man I'm I'm, I'm excited movie. for the new one. Me too. I'm I'm. 
my the bar is high for me for that one because that that last one I went in with low expectations. I didn't even see it in theaters. I picked it up um, in like in a Best Buy bin. That, like I saw it in theaters, but I wasn't. I saw it because I knew I needed to see it just for the continuity context, of it all. Yeah, like I'm fully in on the movie series, so I was gonna go see it. I was. I also went in with not no expectations, but low expectations, and I was pleasantly surprised. That is mm-hmm. a good solid movie. Just well done all around. If you haven't seen that one, check it out. Um, I, that's probably worth us doing. We didn't do an episode on that, did we? No. It's probably worth. It's probably worth it. I and no, I that say was it, before. That was before we started the show. Yeah, I, I say it's worth it just because I feel like it's. I mean, I I was the same way where I just didn't give this movie any any credit or like a piece of my mind beforehand, and now knowing what I know about it, it's it is it is a solid flick. It's a lot of fun. I'm I'm, I'm curious to see. I don't know whether or not um, Evangeline Lilly is going to be in Infinity War. I don't know. It's funny because in the trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp, there's a joke about why she isn't in Civil War. What was that? Oh, like basically, like there's some like reference to the fact that he got arrested again and thrown in prison in Civil War. And like why he didn't ask her to help, and this he's like, oh, I don't know if you're gonna get it, and this and that. If you wanted mm. to be involved, blah, blah blah. And she goes, Well, you know, if I was, you wouldn't have been put in prison again, or something along those lines. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, man, oh, I'm sorry. All I'm thinking about is Ant Man. I want to rewatch it. <laughs> I I put it on for a minute the other day. I was I'm in this weird spot. I have. So upstairs in the living room, uh, we don't have any sort of. There's like we 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 we've cut the cord. We don't have cable. We just have internet, and I I have Ant Man on Blu-ray, but, but I don't, don't have, have I don't have a player upstairs, and it didn't come with a digital copy. So I was like, all right, let me search for it and see if it's free anywhere or like included with any of the multitude of services that I have, and it was free on TNT. So I was like, oh. All right, and I'll start it. And I started it and watching it. It's like opens up in Sarkovia and just follow me on this journey. <laughs> and I'm like, this is this this isn't familiar. And Wait, it's like it's, I was like, Ant-Man does not start in Sarkovia. <laughs> I know, I know. I I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> and I'm like, this isn't familiar. And it's uh it's Hawkeye and um Black Widow and they're they're in a giant jeep thing and they're they're you know driving and fighting i'm like is this like a was this like a bootleg clip of ultron like that opened the movie that i just don't remember so that it would draw people in what the hell's going on and then i saw some more scenes i was like no no this is just straight up (laughs) this is this is not the right movie (laughs) that just started i don't understand what happened so i exited the app altogether went back TNT and searched for it manually and got to it and started watching it. It just, it's just really garbage quality. I'm like, I can't. I'm not gonna settle for this. I was like, I will. I, I should. I, all I have to do is go downstairs and watch it downstairs on on the nice TV and sound system. But it was like late and I was cozy. I just didn't want to do it. <laughs> oh, I've done that move before where like I was in the kitchen and it's like, oh, let me go downstairs and watch something downstairs and it's like. Yeah. No, I'm gonna go nah. watch it. I'm gonna go sit inside and watch it on the HGTV that still has a back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that gives you all the context From you need. Prehistoric dinosaur times. 
Uh, um, it's, it's more like when the dinosaurs started to have feathers. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> if the screen had more of a bubble to it, that would be a different story. Yeah. No, it is a flat screen. It is, it is high def. Yeah. But it still has a full console. Man, I had one of those TVs. It was widescreen. It had the back. It was 720p. It was phenomenal for video games when I got it. It was like seven thousand pounds, <laughs> just like, and all the weight was in the front. <laughs> you know, this one has not been lifted in many years. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine the the entire structure that it is housed within is slid about eighteen inches to the left in preparation for Christmas. <laughs> That's about and it. then back eighteen inches to the right. <laughs> When Christmas is over. That is awesome. But no one has moved the TV. It's probably permanently glued into the wood. I love that. Uh, What's nice about Ant-Man being in shitty quality on TNT was that it led me to signing into Netflix and watching The Defenders. So that that kicked that off. And I'm I'm now more than halfway through. So that's good. That's good. I'll probably I'll probably catch another episode of it tonight before I go to bed, and I'll uh, I'll be closing in on completing the series, and then and then I'll feel free to watch. What the was rest the last thing it. you saw? What like what episode are you on? Um, so spoilers for the defenders. Uh, you honestly, I'm I'm gonna go on record here. You don't need to watch it. Uh, <laughs> just go watch. Go read a recap of what. Read happened. a recap and watch the final episode. Okay, that's fair. Um, they. They had Luke Cage captured some one of the guy one of the hand members. They were interrogating him. It wasn't going too well. He got a hold of a of a shard, and he was holding Danny uh, with the shard to his neck, and then um, Stick cut his head off. That was the end of the episode. I have no memory of that. Yeah, see, that's the whole thing because the entire thing so far has just been completely underwhelming. Like, there's if you watch the all of the episodes that I've watched so far and took the first five minutes and the last five minutes and just watch those instead, you'd be good. There are some cool fight scenes. There are, but it's only fight scenes. Like, that's 90% of what I've watched so far has been fight scenes, and I'm, I'm past that at this stage of my life. I'm interested in good story and dialogue. Yeah, I mean, no, no, I mean, definitely, but I'm just trying to, like, silver lining here. The yeah. fight scenes are quality. And... I am also a fan of, while I'm a fan of tormented Matthew Murdoch, I am not a fan of just this, this whininess. It's just not. No, they struck the perfect balance in the first two seasons of his show. It wasn't great in this. It's not. It's, 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 it's almost like they, they just like, let's just, let's just do a few of those scenes again. It's like, but stop, stop. Just skip the defenders. Just like, like we said, read a recap and move on. Actually, you know what? Probably the last two episodes. The, the show finally starts to matter 75% of the way through the run of the Defenders. Like, you could have boiled... I think I, I, it sounds like I'm almost there. You could have boiled down the first half or so into one episode. Maybe two. It takes three episodes for them to all meet. That's what I'm saying. You could have taken all that and dramatically reduced that down. Right, and w- which is frustrating. It's like we already got four seasons of them not knowing who each other are. Because whether or not Let's dive in, shall we? <laughs> whether or not it's quote unquote good. The last two or three episodes, I forget exactly what the dividing lines are. The last two or three episodes, there is a lot of important things for each of them that goes on. 
and for the overarching storyline of the New York street level defenders. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's a couple of really big things that happen that I don't want to spoil since you haven't seen it and maybe our audience hasn't. I don't know. Sure. Well, I'll, I, I will get there and then uh, I'll, I'll t you know, I should be finished. I mean, I should definitely be finished <coughs> it by our next recording. So we could touch on that too. And I, I can tell you if it's worth it or not. Spoiler alert. It's probably not. Um, go That's why I said just read a recap and watch the final yeah. episode because the stuff that happens in the last like two episodes is genuinely important. There are some cliffhangery elements at the end of the show that are very important for what goes on in the other shows going forward. Well, not I, just I, Jones. Even if, even if this series is not done great, this particular one, the tie-ins are solid. That I'll, I'll give it that. It's yeah. not. It, it's at no point does it feel like these universes are not all tied together. Yes. So that's that's good. That's, and yeah, that's we see important. a couple of characters from everyone who all has a part to play here and there. Right. Some more than others. Right. Uh, there was one thing I wanted to... I, I'm going back to this timeline. I'm scrolling back because I thought it's very possible. So I had started reading one of these timelines and I, um, I did a thing. I, I do this constantly on my phone where I tap the activities button and I close all of the things that I have open just because I'm a... I like to keep it nice and clean. Yep. And I closed out the article that I was reading. And one of them was a timeline. And now I'm wondering if the original one that I was reading was even from the rap. But there was one <laughs> that mentioned um, Nowhere, which is where we meet the collector. The collector. Is the severed head of another celestial. Yes. That's a cool thing that I had no idea of. I do remember seeing it in the movie and being like, huh. That looks like a head. That's that's the only thing that I remember from it. Well, I just remember watching it and be like, "Huh." They basically ripped this off from Mass Effect, and then like a week later, I found out that James Gunn is a huge Mass Effect fan. That's great. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, now I get it." And now Al has a restraining order against him because he's whoa, 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 I have never <laughs> contacted him. That was some other Al. <laughs> That was some other Al. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, that's so. It was those, it was those early points that I just wanted to read through on the timeline because that 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 stuff is is the stuff that is so far out now from where we are that it's it's hard to remember. Um, like I said, go through and read those. The other thing that I want to touch on is the is the current state of the Infinity Stones. And we, we wait, hang on a second before we do this. While we're still yeah. in timeline stuff, I'm just yeah, scrolling through this, and I hit the 1990s on the timeline. And there's nothing about Captain Marvel yet, and that's where that movie is going to take place. And I'm yep. curious about that because that comes out next year. Uh, is it next year? I, let's see. I think it's 2019. Yes, it is 2019. And I'm curious. I I've seen it gone back and forth. I don't know what the actual consensus is yet. Is whether or not she's going to be in this movie at all. Even if it could be like in a post-credit stinger, like you know what I mean, like sure, I feel like um, it, it probably will be. But it, that would make the most sense to me to just introduce her to her movie that comes out next year. It does. It is next year, right? Yes. Um, I was just looking up the the release, but anyway, that takes place in the nineties. Um, it's before all of this, obviously, because we're getting an introduction. But her story is going to be super important to the cosmic story at large whether 
it touches this movie at all or isn't until the next Infinity Wars movie because two parts of the same whole, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really curious to see where that all plays yeah. in. Because I know the Kree that we were talking about earlier is super important to her story. Um, especially like, um, what's it called? Ronan the Accuser, I believe, was a Kree uh, played by Lee Pace, which I didn't know until like maybe a month ago I saw a casting. He's going to be in Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. He's reprising his role as as Ronan, which I had no idea until I just saw it as like an announcement that That's he was going to cool. be in it. I didn't know that. Um, as well as um, Jimin Hanshu, who played his like hunter guy in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Both of them are in it. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm keeping a comfortable distance from any news or stories around uh, Captain Marvel because there I'm haven't not, been many. There have I'm, not been much news at all. But I'm also not. I'm not familiar with. Like, I'm not even going back and like reading source material stuff because I'm not familiar with the character at all. And I wasn't familiar with Black Panther either. So that yeah. was a lot of fun to go into that and let the let the movie do the talking for. I became aware of more of the Black Panther stuff than Same. Captain Marvel, but still. Very little, really. Right. Well, same though. I, I became more aware of it, and I'm trying to avoid that altogether with this because I feel like it'd be fun to. It, it's going to be fun to go into it not knowing anything. Yeah, it's the type of thing that it would be cool to see the movie and then go and look into it some yeah. afterwards. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that, and obviously all the good things that Disney does. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, cur- I'm just curious to see where she fits into all this because from the little bit that I do know, it seems like she would be very important to what's going on in the Infinity War story. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to see what goes on with this with this movie. It's they're getting the first. This is the first major movie headlined by a female character. Mm-hmm. First one helmed by a female director. It's it's a man and a woman are doing it together, but still all the same. Um, awesome. The people cast in it, I like Brie Larson. I was skeptical of her in this role, even though I like her as an actress in general. I was just like. Huh, she didn't strike me as the superhero type. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we get to see Samuel in, in a decent amount for the first time. I think he's going to be a very big character in this movie. Uh, and it's been a while since we got to enjoy him on screen in these movies. It's got Ben Mendelsohn, who I'm sure is playing a bad guy. Naturally. It's got uh, Lee Pace coming back, who I'm a huge fan of his, especially now that I, in the last few months, went back and uh, watched all of Halt and Catch Fire. He's really, really good in that. Um, and it's got Clark Gregg is coming back, which makes sense because it's got Shield. Um, Jude Law is in it. I have no idea who he's playing. Hmm. A couple of other people who I don't know. It's got a cast. It it does in fact have a cast. <laughs> That's great. All right, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for this new wave and see what comes with it. Yeah, and she, her character is going to be huge for Phase Four. Right. That's what I hear. I am. Um, hang on, I'm going back to the list of what's coming out. So we have Infinity War. All right, so Ant Man is the only movie. Well, that's actually not true. And Captain it, Marvel. Does it come out before Avengers? Fuck! I just had the page open. It does. It's seven point two. Yep. It comes out before the next. So those two movies. Wait, it comes what? It comes out before the next Avengers. When is it? Uh, I don't know. It's just listed as before. I don't have the. I'm looking at the uh, like just the scheduled the, to be released March article. March eighth, twenty nineteen, and Avengers is May third. 
Oh, so, is it okay? Yeah. So those, <clears throat> so those, those are the only two Marvel movies in between, or at least noted that are in between um, the Avengers movies. So I am It's interesting. I'm very curious, like what happens with those two movies because it sounds like I don't really know what's going to happen with this movie. It it feels like it's going to be in a lot of disarray at, by the end. So I would imagine so. Yeah, having two movies that are in between the the finale, I guess. Or well, that's the other thing. The thing, the notes that I've read from like director, like early on stuff, like before I was avoiding spoilers, was like this is the close. So there's probably some sort. I feel like there's going to be some sort of resolution in this, whereas the next one is more of a kickoff. No, I think of uh, I think Avengers Four is the end of Phase Three. Uh, not according to this. Phase Three ends with Infinity War. I thought it was the next one. Ant-Man, Wasp, Captain America. Oh, sorry, Captain Marvel, uh, Avengers, Spider-Man, Guardians 3, and other potential projects are listed under future, which would be phase four. Hmm. I, I was seeing stuff lately. I, I thought, because I, 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 they they shot these movies back to back. Whatever Infinity Wars Part 2, I, I know it's not called that, but... Uh, is a direct sequel to this. Yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I'm, I am curious though. And I guess if you're gonna do a pause and interlude, um, the two movies they're releasing probably make more sense to have in between because they pretty clearly both have. Well, one of them we know happens before. It's taking place in the 1990s, Captain Marvel. Um, they've played kind of coy with it, but mm-hmm. I, it seems fairly obvious. I would think that. Ant-Man and the Wasp is taking place chronologically before Infinity War. Right. It's going to take place between Civil War and Infinity War. It sounds that way, but I I just don't know exactly how they're going to pull, how they're going to go about it. I'm sure they'll handle it well. Um, the Captain Marvel thing is cool. It, it the fact that they're introducing this character, it's going to be the 1990s, as you said, is the for the timeline. Um, it's fun to think that that she'll appear in this movie and they've, they've kept it under wraps significantly. Yeah. That, that'll be, that'll be really, if she plays an interestingly significant part in this movie, that's a really cool way to start kicking off this next phase. Well, I just don't think she will though. Cause if, yeah. if she is, they've kept it a really good secret. Yeah. And if it's post credits, that's fine too. Cameo. You can't hide a significant role like that. She probably, I, I do, I do believe that, you know, like you said earlier, she'll probably have a post credit scene and, and, have a obviously have a significant role in this in the part two, yeah. So that is that is interesting. Um, do you have any other timeline notes before we look at the uh, stones for a minute? Um, I don't think so. I didn't really look. They do have a bunch of stuff in here about um, oh, some spoilers here for uh, Defenders stuff. Well, not the Defenders movie, but for Defenders related stuff in here, so be careful. Yeah, when I saw the picture of anything Defenders related, I tried to skim it. Yeah, I just scrolled over one thing that would be a big spoiler for Jessica Jones season two. Oh, I think I read that one. Anyway, <laughs> I won't read that one out loud. Uh, so the, the, this the stones we've. The state of the MCU's Infinity Stones hasn't changed since the last time we did this, right? It is not. The Soul Stone is just missing. Correct. And, I mean, 
it's pretty much all but confirmed that it's in Wakanda, right? Uh, well, considering the movie seems to feature, feature very heavily in there, I would assume that that's the case, yes. Right. And it kind of also makes sense with um, with the, the goings-on of Black Panther and, like, reaching out to basically the souls of past kings. That's true. Um, they did make it a very pointed decision not to have one in Black Panther. Right. Um, of like Brian Coogler even came out and said like, no, the vibranium is a really big thing. That's the thing in this movie. We don't need a, uh, a stone in that. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. I, I It's, I, I wonder like what the play is going to be. Well, the thing is, I guess technically it could be anywhere and they could just bring it there for safekeeping. What better place to bring it than the most defended, most advanced place that they know of? Right. So they could have, you know, knowing that they have the, the support um, of T'Challa, knowing that they have those resources and that that army, and and it, also that, um, honestly, it's probably the safest place to bring to invite a confrontation, mm-hmm. rather than having one, you know, in New York City again or floating above a. a a city in Eastern Europe. Uh, let's do this in a nice open space, like you know, the plains of Africa. Yep. Yeah. So I could see them discovering it and bringing it there for safekeeping and possible, you know, last stand defense. Right. That makes sense. Um, we've we've gone on. I'm excited. You're excited. <coughs> We're gonna. We're gonna gush over this movie until it comes out, and then we're going to gush over it on our next episode. Um, in closing of this episode, I want to do one thing. I would like you. What is? How do you? Right now, no context. Just go for it. How does the movie end? How do you want? Like, how, what would be? A, what would be a, an acceptable ending for you to this next movie? Uh, well, I I think this kind of flies a little bit in the face of what we were just saying a couple of minutes ago. But I think the best way is a darkest hour. We've had a big death, but we have a slight reprieve to mourn for two seconds, just mm-hmm. two seconds. And in the darkest hour, a light shines on them metaphorically as Captain Marvel shows up with some form of reinforcements or whatever. And it's like, a, well, who the hell is that? And she's like, you know boy, have I got a lot to tell you, and that's the end of the movie, you know what that's I mean? That's cool. I like that. I think that would make sense. I don't know whether they'll my, do that, but I think that makes sense. My version is much darker. Uh, there's a, from st- stuff that I was like piecing together like a while back, and it, it there's the, the line of like, I can end this with like the snap of my fingers type thing. Like this whole movie is just like a struggle to keep the stones away from Thanos, right? And it's mm-hmm. a struggle the whole movie. And but he's getting them. He's just one after one. He's defeating one after another. He's defeating them and getting the stones and he's putting them on the glove. And then you know where the movie. We know that we know the movies. What we say it was like two and a half hours. Yeah, I think it's the the runtime is two forty or two fifty, which is great. I'm excited yeah. about that. So let's say like you know it's it's building up. It's building up. We know that the I, I, the pacing of this movie is going to be great. I'm already excited for it. Uh, <laughs> but like. We're, we're leading up to it. We're getting to the point where we, like, as the viewer, you know, like, oh, man, the movie's going to end. Like, it's just going to end soon. He gets the last one, puts it in the glove, snaps his fingers, and the screen goes black. That well, is a, an ending that, I want. I love an ending like that. 
that's the thing, um, considering that that's a big line and that mm-hmm. that's a big thing, I think, in the comics. I think an, an issue ends with him doing that. Yeah. In, in one of the runs of Infinity Wars or whatever. So that wouldn't be terribly surprising. But it'd be beautiful. Uh, it would be cool. It would be shocking, right? And it would make a certain amount of sense. I just feel like it's more like that's the type of thing where like they would he would kill someone to do it. Sure. He would do that snap and you would get a couple of minutes of wrap up. Yeah, that, and see, that's that, why that I, is the thing. They're not – that is a very cool thing and would work and be awesome for me. That is the type of thing that I like in a movie like that leaves you like holy – like just it ends and there's silence. Like there's there's movies that end and there's complete silence in the theater. Nobody's getting up. Nobody's clapping. Everybody's kind of just like what did I just experience? That's yeah. the kind of ending that I would love from this. Yeah. But them being who they are, I, I, I don't knock them for this at all. I, I don't think they would ever go with that. I think it would be, it probably would be the right choice, but I think to, I mean, both of them are technically kind of cliffhanger endings, right? Where it's like either it's, you know, Hey, this is what's coming next, but not actually telling you just teasing it or, uh, Oh God, everyone just died. We don't see it, but we know it. And we'll have to wait, pick up the aftermath. With two related movies coming out before the, the wrap up or the sequel to this. That's why I think they won't do it. I think you need to leave them on a little, not that it's a more positive ending per se. Cause I do think, like I said, I think it'll be directly following a big death or deaths plural. Sure. Um, and like that moment of us, you know, that, that acknowledged moment of our lowest point, our darkest hour, seeing the ray of sunshine. Right. And also it being an excellent introduction to this super important character that there's going to be a movie on less than a year from now. Yeah. That would be that is more likely. I feel like what will happen. Um, I do like the balls that it would take to just to cut to black and the credits to roll. Oh yeah. Um, no, it would be cool. I would be genuinely, you know, it, stunned by it. Like I would think it would be very cool. I just don't see them doing it. It's alienating. I don't think they'll do it. Yes. Um, I, Even though it I, might be I the love, right thing to do. It's, it's, yeah, I will, which I would agree. And again, you know, it's just an opinion. But I think that I love something like that. Uh, I do know from experience, like talking to other folks about movies, like when, when I come across a movie with an ending like that, that it's like abrupt and it doesn't, it leaves some up to interpretation, but it, for the most part, it's it's kind of cut and dry. Like when you're trying to interpret it, it's just because you're you're trying to justify <laughs> losing something that you don't want to lose. The funny thing is, is you just said that, and like a bunch of movies came to mind, and like uh, they're all like those very British and or European movies that are like yeah. have that jarring, depressing fucking ending. Mm-hmm. Like five movies just raced through my head all at once. Like Children of Men, Layer Cake, um. In Bruges, like all those fucking movies, like mm-hmm. just popped into my head. I feel like they were all directed by the same person, even though they weren't, <laughs> because they all feel like the same movie. Right. I, I I love an ending like that, and it's it's just maybe it's a, maybe that's a weird thing, but I I really appreciate it. We'll have to see. I'm I'm so excited. I cannot wait until until Friday. Yeah, and, man. I'm uh, I'm pretty excited. And Saturday morning, having some eggs, and then <laughs> and then going through and then going through this. Oh man, we're we're entering the next phase. It's happening. Yeah, in a couple days. Woo! Do you have anything else you want to touch on before we wrap up here? Um, oh, 
Oh, no, I already talked about that. Never mind. Go on. I don't think so. The last note I had was the stones, but we talked about that. The only missing one being the soul one. Yeah. Um, that's another thing you can easily find. Just Google it. Th- those are the two things I really suggest you read before going to see this movie. Go go read a timeline. It's totally worth the, the I don't know, 20 minutes, 15 minutes that it takes to get through one and, and just kind of digest everything that's going on because I feel like you'll appreciate what happens that much more. And then the other thing is go back and read about each Infinity Stone that we know of and where it is right now. Um because we're, we're, I'm sure they'll recap. They, they, they do a good job. Like, they're not going to screw this up. They're going to know that they'll have to explain certain things and show and recap where certain things are. But it, going into it, knowing that will be will be helpful. Uh, but that's it. That is episode 43 of Flicks in the Six. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you want to keep the conversation going, um, I'm at AEJ Costanzo on Twitter and Instagram. But I'm not going to, probably not going to answer you. The next the next few days because I'm I am, <laughs> I am signing off. This is this is it until this movie. I will sign back on at what is it going to be like three in the morning when we're out of this movie? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it, it's probably later actually. It's probably like three twenty. Uh, uh, it's going to be four o'clock. Yeah, damn. Because at it's going to be at that that Cinemark that theater. Yep, we got like thirty minutes of trailers. Yep, yep. And then yep, two yep, minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be four o'clock. The sun's going to be coming up. <laughs> we're going to be headed home. Uh, Al is at Alessandro B1187. Uh, be sure to check out Flipboard Magazine, FLI6. That's Flicks to follow the stories that we cover each week. And check back next week for our post-Avengers show, one that we have been building up for, even Nearly though this show yeah, even though this show has been only on for a year. We've been building towards this for the 10 years that these things have been, air, uh, been coming out. So until then, cheers. <laughs>